Lord and Worship. It's you. God is speaking directly to you. He is going to flow through those who submit to him. Number one, you're going to renew your mind with the word of God every day. Number two, you're going to put some of it in your heart. You're going to memorize a few scriptures. Okay. Number three, you're going to worship him with that word. Right? That's why we do that four times a week on this show. And then the fourth thing is you're going to literally spend time with him alone. We want to literally see his power flow through us in this time. So if you're going to do that, you, you, you need to get close to him. That's why we worship Monday, Thursday on Praise and Prayer, and Friday and Sunday on Word and Worship. It's you. God is speaking directly to you. Hey, welcome. It is Sunday morning um, on December 17th. Can you believe that? Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate that. I celebrate it. Um, I know there was a lot of, in the truther movement, a lot of uh, controversy about that. Um, but again, I believe people do it in the right heart, celebrating the birth of our Savior. It can be done in a beautiful way. It can be a, also a very, I recognize, a very lonely time for many others. And I want to make sure that, uh, you know, that you're loved and that we, uh, we, we're here to, to pray for you and to support you. But we're, we're going to dig into Romans chapter 11 here today and also just understand that we are celebrating the birth of our Christ this uh, month for many in, uh, as well in the West. But uh, let's start with some, some prayer and then we'll dig into some of this beautiful scripture. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much again for the ability to come to you live in so many countries and then also have it be available for everybody on the replay, Lord. So we just pray for everybody that's right now and listen to this live or this listen to the replay that they just may have a, a joyous time of year no matter where they are in the world and no matter what their situation is that they'll feel the love of christ the love that you have for them you know every every hair on their head you know what they're thinking and you have created them for a certain purpose lord so allow all of us to come and understand what your purpose is like that intro talked about we i know that if we just come to you alone and we uh, have our, the word in our heart and, and study your word and then worship you and praise you, that, that that's when we become part of your remnant, Lord. So I just pray that we'll all um, become part of your remnant as we get, get close to you um, this this month and this year, come up, upcoming year. Lord, we love you and we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Thank you for joining me here on, uh, on Rumble is where we're live as well as backstage. So you can join us backstage as well. Um, we're going to start with digging into some scripture. Now, I read this scripture um, on right before praise and prayer on Thursday. Now we're going to dig into it a little bit more, right? And so this scripture is um, Romans chapter 11. And, and what's interesting about this, this is a real controversial time right now with the war in Israel. A lot of truthers um, talk about Kazarian Jews, and I think this kind of dispels all that, right? Um, it clearly shows that we're grafted in as Gentiles. If you're a Jewish Masonic believer, you are the root, right? <laughs> so uh, you are the root. And it, obviously, we were probably a, a sinful person like everybody else that came to came to Christ later. Um, and so maybe you were regrafted in, um, but you will be a natural type branch, right? So this is what this talks about. It talks about this remnant of Israel. We have a remnant of Israel right now, right? Like behold Israel. It's a beautiful 
YouTube channel, Behold Israel. It's also a beautiful um, channel on Telegram, and, and it kind of it's covering the, what's going on over there in Israel, but also just just biblical teachings from an Israeli that lives there, right? And he travels to the United States quite a bit, but that's an example of part of the remnant of Israel. So let's let's dig into this and talk about what uh, and 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 again one of the ways I think we can really get this scripture in our heart is to understand other number one is memorize it i think that's the number one place right you can meditate on scriptures day and night as it says in joshua 1 8 right um but to actually go to biblememory.com i think it's a great way you can download that on your phone as well i we have a group called blessed to teach there blessed with the number two teach just like the, just like the website and i would love to have you guys just join us on you know you can just take my scriptures and 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 delete the ones you don't like and add ones you want let um, start with one or two scriptures. It's it's a beautiful way to get God's word in your heart. But another way is is really digging into all the cross references and that where did where where does when well, this is talking in the scripture in the book of Romans chapter eleven, where else in scripture does it kind of talk about that subject? That's one one way I'm teaching right now. I think you guys really enjoy. So let's dig into it. I asked then, has God rejected His people? By no means. For I am myself an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham. A member of the tribe of Benjamin, God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Do you not know what the scripture says of Elijah, how he appeals to God against Israel? Lord, they have killed your prophets. They have demolished your altars. And I alone am left. And they seek my life. And what is God's reply to him? I have kept I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed to the knee of Baal. So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace, by, but if by grace is no longer on the basis of works, otherwise grace would no longer be grace. What then? Israel failed to obtain what it is seeking. The elect obtained it, but the rest were hardened as it is written. God gave him a spirit of stupor, eyes that would not see and ears that would not hear down to this very day. And David says, let their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. Let their eyes be darkened so they cannot see and bend their backs forever. Hey, one one thing I just remembered, I think I forgot to get the email out for my backstagers, so they have a link to come back here. It's the same link every time, but a lot of them uh, don't, don't know that. <laughs> I haven't got that in there. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna play, um, there's a beautiful video I did on um see if i can find this i see i see uh, kim coming on but i think i need to get that email out what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go and play a word that i had um see if i can find this real quick i've just started adding this there's my music videos let's see if we can find this and this will this is basically what i see if i can play this video this might grab one and Let's see if I can do this. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to. This is uh, Rick's Alone Time with God um, from Friday, December 15th, 2023 at 3.52 p.m. And I asked, how are you today, Lord? I am doing quite well and enjoying the process of seeing my eternal plan come together. Many believers who were sleeping are coming to me and are being activated under my spirit. 
However, I will continue to call many more. This will be a worldwide awakening of my church to the glory and power of the great I am. My remnant, well done. Most of you have adjusted your schedules to put me first. Keep focusing on me and seeking my face with reverence. Come boldly to my throne, but with the understanding of who I am. I need this balance of humbleness and confidence. Be fully humble in spirit and have reverence for your creator. However, be as bold as a lion when you are facing the enemy and issues that you see. Understand that you can do nothing without me, but you can do mighty things with me by using my word and exercising your authority in Christ. Remember, pride will easily slip in if you do not die to yourself every day. The flesh that you live in will continue to see the success you are having when I start to flow through you, and it will want to take credit. The enemy will try to take you off track by telling you how great you are. This is why renewing your mind each day, dying to yourself, and remaining humble is critical. As long as you have refreshed yourself in my word and put on your armor of God, then it's time to be bold. Be bold in your request to me. Be bold in denying the enemy by binding things on earth. Be bold in allowing things by loosing things on earth. Ask of me and I will make the nations your heritage and the end of the earth your possession. My body of Christ will be victorious. However, remember my remnant is at the tip of the spear and thus are targets of the enemy. He will expend significant ammunition to get you off course. This is why once I start showing my glory and power through you, you need to continue to live my word and not conform to the pattern of this world and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Only then will you be able to truly understand the will I have for you day by day. You will live. Your life will change dramatically, especially if you listen and obey day by day. But as soon as you stop listening and stop spending time alone with me, the enemy will direct you into his traps. But take heart. I can keep you from these traps and get you out of them as long as you continue to be humble and seek my face every day. This is not something you can skip or say, I will just do tomorrow. No, today is a day every day. Again, today is a day every day. Put me first, not just during these dark times, but also after I start flowing through you and you see the best days coming. This is when the evil one will tempt you as your world changes. You will have a tendency to completely come off course, a tendency to put me back on the back burner, reduce your dependence on the word and reduce your time with me and reduce efforts of keeping my word in your heart. I am warning you now that when amazing things start happening in your world and in your life, you will remember to stamp out the pride. Pride not only comes before the fall, it comes right when you are having the most success in letting me flow through you. Remember, 
Your job is to submit and be my vessel, not to take control and try to do things yourself. Listen to my still small voice every day and recognize that this habit is most important when you are most successful. Do not let success or wealth or the exhilarating power you feel take away from dependence on me. This is why I tell you now, get in the habit of dying to self each day and never get out of that habit. I am always here for you, but I have to be let in every day, not tomorrow, but today. Now let's enjoy the process of dying to yourself every day so I can be in you and flow through you to change the world into the kingdom I desire. All right. So that is um, the word that I guess got a few days ago, the 15th. I think I recorded that yet yesterday. And now I've got an email out to everybody. So I've got Net and Kimberly here, thanks to worship, as well as uh, several others that, uh, Jer Jeremiah and others that are not, not on camera yet, but wanted to start with, with worship now. We'll dig into Romans chapter 11, the remnant of Israel, um, right after a few beautiful songs. So let's dig into Shout to the Lord. Um, Annette, do you mind reading this? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll turn this back on. How beautiful it is. Worship to it.
promise. Now we're going to pick it up a little bit. This is that rattle song that I know a lot of people just love. It talks about, um, this is the sound of the dry bones rattling right out of Ezekiel 37, where it says, I, as I prophesied, there was a sound, and behold, a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to its bone. And we know eventually they became an exceedingly large army, right? And breathed life into them through uh, the power of the Lord. And that same power is within us now, right? And that's what praise, make a dead man walk again. Open the grave, I'm coming out, I'm gonna live again. Remember it says praise does many things. <laughs> praise and thanksgiving is our weapon, right? John 11, 44 says, the man who died came out. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. Talking about the Lazarus, right? Coming right out of the grave. And when uh, Jesus was resurrected, he, he, he spent uh, 40 days with, with uh, being seen with uh, with his resurrected body, right? And that's why I talked to this third verse about resurrection power. There's another miracle here in this room. So in Luke 24, we see as they, they were talking about these things, Jesus himself stood among them and said, peace be with you. Can you imagine that? See the resurrected Christ 
And again, that Pentecostal fire they talk about, stirring something new. You're not gonna run out of miracles anytime soon. So that Pentecostal fire, that Holy Spirit fire, come on us and talks about that in Acts 2, where it happened with this deep, amazing power of the Holy Spirit coming down on all, all the people that were speaking in different languages, right? When the day of the Pentecost arrived, suddenly there from heaven a sound like a rushing wind and divided tongues of fire rested on each of them. That's that Pentecostal fire it's all within us. Let's celebrate tonight. Saturday was silent Surely it was through this when as impossible ever stopped you Friday's disappointment is Sunday's empty tomb Since when as impossible ever stopped you This is the sound of drum rolls rattling this is the praise, make a dead man walk again. said to me, prophesy over these bones and say to them, Oh, God, no, hear the word of the Lord. An angel of the Lord descended from heaven and rolled back the stone and sat on it.
wounds you have been healed. 1 Peter 2, 24. Descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my God, my rock, and peace shield in my form, my salvation. That's who we depend on. It's the Lord God Almighty. Thank you for uh, Net and uh, Kimberly actually worshiping with us this morning on, on camera. And there's a lot of other of you out there too. You're welcome to come back here. Remember, it's free to come backstage now. Um, you can also be backstage on Tuesdays and Wednesdays when we have awesome guests, right? Mono Savin's coming on this week. Can be Zoom I'm back with Zoom on Zoom um, on Tuesday night. I think if he doesn't make it that time, he's traveling it and he'll come on Wednesday. It's gonna be beautiful. Uh, but then we have Donna Rigby coming on the following week right after Christmas. So you can be backstage with them but also come backstage and worship with us and or just keep your camera off and chat with us and uh, be on the Zoom back with us from that stage. We'd love to have you. Again, that used to be $17.76 a month. We've moved to a pay-forward model, so you can come on. We don't want the cost to get in the way. Just come on backstage at blessedteach.com. Hit the backstage tab, and uh, you'll see all the other menus about how we're the, getting into the neighborhood, where it's a Facebook replacement. Everything's available on blessedteach.com. We'd love to have you there. Let's dig in a little bit into the scripture. Um, this is interesting because, again, controversial about what how Israel plays a role in today's day and age. I believe the biblical Israel is 
there in this exact same place that Jesus walked on earth, right? So from a physical, regional, um, geographic standpoint, that is the biblical Israel. And I believe that even though the Rothschilds, who are were evil globalists, right, um, and want conflict all over the world, uh, and probably created it for bad purposes, God did it for his purposes. He allowed the evil to happen. And people all over the world came back into that land, right? And so they were not Kazarian Jews, most of them. That is a completely incorrect thing that DNA evidence does not support. Okay? There's definitely books written on it and a theory, but they came from all over the place. And remember, God made the Israelis very peculiar people by their diet and by their worship methods and quite a few things with the 613 laws in the Old Testament. So those people actually transcended cultures. Most people's groups like Philistines, they got that overrun. They just, they loot. You just they disappear and assimilate into the other cultures. Jewish people stayed pretty pure. Not, uh, you know, obviously they mixed with other races a little bit, but they, they, they kept their practices. And so some of those bloodlines, I believe from all 12 tribes, not just the two, the Jews, but also the Israelis, the, what they call the 10 lost tribes. I believe many of those 10 lost tribes and the two uh, Jewish tribes are back in Israel now. They felt drawn there. Many of them think it's the only safe place to be until what happened on October 7th. But anyway, I want, I want people to understand that God talks about Israel. All the prophets are confirming this, that America and, and, and Israel are going to be working together for his purposes during this time period. And I think it's going to be to judge this cabal of evil globalists as well as the, 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 the uh, CCP, the communists. Um, you know, so you can look at that as some people put colors on these, like you got... Uh, green red um, and and uh, the blue they talk about blue being these globalists and the red being the communists and the green being these uh, extreme muslims you see they all have green in their flags and they're they're they all hate israel and don't want israel to be there well there's a remnant in israel and that's what this whole scripture is talking about right and the first one says i asked them god has god rejected his people and um, i'm gonna what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna jump around to some other scriptures i think you really enjoy that talks about some of this type of stuff, right? 1 Samuel 12, 22 says, For the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you a people for himself. And he's talking about the Israelis, right? So they think that they've gone completely away and they're not and they're irrelevant and the only people that really matter are the people that accepted Christ right now. That's just not true. Because uh, this is gonna talk about this. This whole chapter talks about this, right? Um, this also gets into you can see this in uh, Psalm 94 where it says for the Lord will not forsake his people, and he will not abandon his heritage. So that's a very important thing to cement in on, that the Israeli people, as well as that land, is still important, I believe, to him. From, from, uh, and so, so Paul's talking about this, by no means, for I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. And um, Paul talking about that, he talks about it in multiple places, including Philippians, where he says, circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law of Pharisee. He was a Pharisee, so he memorized scriptures probably more than any other sect did at that point in time back in history. So he knew the, the biblical text I mean, at this point in time, be, be the Old Testament, obviously, extremely well. And um, unfortunately, most of those, those people at this time were rejecting Christ, right? Um, but he is an example of part of the remnant. And, we're, and we have a lot of that here, like the Behold Israel guy I was talking about earlier, right? So, so uh, we need to love, uh, I believe, 
these these Jewish people, even the ones that have become secular and Democrats, right? Um, we need to be praying for them. They they uh, many of them, I believe, are going to come to Christ here during the shaking, and we get to be a part of seeing that happen, right? Many many people of all different sects are going to be coming. I believe it in the, even the Muslim countries in this great great harvest that we're about ready to to, to hit. Uh, verse 3 talks about, Lord, they have killed your prophets and have demolished your altars, and I alone have left, and they seek my life. This is this is uh, Elijah just crying out, thinking he's the only one, and that everybody's against him, and there's nobody left, right? And uh, and, you, and you can see in 1 Kings 19, 14, where he said this, he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the people of Israel. I have forsaken your covenant, throwing down your altars, and, and killed your prophets with the sword. And the, I, even I, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. So there it is, right, all the way back in 1 Kings, seeing how Elijah felt. And you can just feel for him, you know, and sometimes you will feel like that. You're alone. It's like the world's coming down on you, and it's like, Lord, is there any other anybody that really, really has faith? That's why we created the neighborhood to get people together that are Christian patriots. That's what this new cross, my other cross fell off so I, this is by somebody gave, gave this to me it, it's, it says christian patriot right it's got a, a flag and a cross but you think that you're the only christian patriot around but no you're not there's 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 thousands and thousands of us right and we're, we're i think there's like almost three thousand people back on the, the the neighborhood right now so come on join us at neighborhood.social you can download on your phone and it's and, and and don't feel alone don't be isolated in this time come together we meet in zoom groups to, to pray for each other and really prepare to, for the hurting people that are going to wake up and be shocked when they really see what happens, right? But you can see God's reply to, to Elijah, but what is God's reply to him? I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. Look at that, 7,000, and he thought he was the only one. So, so you may think you're the only Christian patriot out there, right? <laughs> There's only just very small. There, it's huge. The silent majority, they call it, I believe. Um, I really believe, and this movement has caused many to question, see evil for what it is. And as they wake up and, and go, oh my goodness, if there's evil, it's got to be good. And people are finding Christ through this movement. Like at the Reawaken Tour, many people gave their life to Christ just over the last couple of days. <coughs> it's, it, that recording of the Reawaken Tour uh, was, is on, on this channel, on the Rumble channel. So go to go to Rumble, Bless the Teach, the Bless the Teach show on rumble and you'll be able to find christian patriots you'll be able to see some of that worship that was happening some of the people getting baptized and some of the people actually uh coming to the lord right there because they're being woken up to this this movement and i think it's a really really important thing you can see back to where god's talking to uh, later on in kings <clears throat> where god says yet yeah, i will leave seven thousand in israel all the knees that have not bowed to baal and every mouth that has not kissed him so there you go 7,000 when he thought there was zero, right? And I hope that gives you guys hope <coughs> as well, where you can know that you're not alone. And that is, again, we invite you back to the neighborhood. Just a Facebook replacement. Um, and, and I think you have to really enjoy uh, this scene. That's where I'm posting my alone time with God words, by the way, as well. The blog there. You just go to the blog function there. Um, now, when it talks about the the remnant in B5 here, verse 5, it says, So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. Right? And this is talked about also in Isaiah, where he says, For though your people Israel 
be as sand in the sea. Only a remnant of them will return. So this is talking about not every Israel person is going to heaven, right? And the fact that we all know for all of sin falls short of the glory of God, as we talked about in Romans 3.23. Instruction is decreed overflowing with righteousness for the Lord of hosts will make a full end as decreed in the midst of the earth. So, so there, but there, but never says that there's not going to be a remnant of Israeli believers, right? And that is, that's the hope we can have. And it's, I think, a healthy view that we need to have of that. And it's talked about grace here, but if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. And this is the whole gospel, guys, summarized right there. <laughs> if you believe that you're going to heaven, because of your works, what you did, how many people you were, you're a good person overall, or in some, at the pearly gates, they say, hey, why, why do you deserve to come to heaven? And you start talking about yourself. Woo, you just missed the point. The whole gospel is 100% about faith. It's 100% about Jesus and 0% about us and 0% what we did because we're sinful. But now we have the blood of Christ covering us. We have the perfect life of Christ. That's how we get into heaven. 100% Jesus, 0% us. It's grace. That's what grace is all about, right? Talks about grace a little bit more in Deuteronomy all the way back here. It says, do not say in your heart after the Lord, your God has trust them out before you. It is because of my righteousness that I, that the Lord has brought me into the possession of this land. So he's even telling the Israelis when they were coming into the land, it's not because of your righteousness. Whereas it's because of the wickedness of these nations that the Lord is driving them out before you. So he was using them to punish because the iniquity of the of of, of those those places in time had where they were they were sacrificing kids to the Moloch. They were just they were beyond evil, and their cup of iniquity got full, and they used them to come and judge them. Not because of the righteousness, not because of your righteousness or uprightness of your heart, are you going to possess their land? But because of the wickedness of the nations, of the Lord your God is driving them out before you, and that He may confirm the word that the Lord swore to the fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. So hopefully you see that right there, where it's very clear um, that even back in the Old Testament, they're talking about he do, does things because of grace, not because of your righteousness. And uh, same with, so the Israeli people were not chosen because they were a special, awesome people. He just chose them and, and, and made them very unique, right? by giving them all the laws and then he talks about all, all the some past scriptures that, that confirm this right and i'll emphasize back here in verse 8 8 here it says that is written god gave them a spirit of stupor eyes that would not see and ears that would not hear down to this very day so there are there's a hardness of hearts a stiff neck people he calls them sometimes isaiah 43 8 bring out the people who are blind yet have eyes to, who are deaf and have ears so he this is when he obviously moves to the gentiles which we'll get into in just a second and verse if i, if I go all the way to verse 11 where now we see the gentiles being crafted in and that's what we're going to study after a few more songs where now can we just see that there's going to be a remnant but a lot of people will again the, the real seeds of abraham are going to be those who believe it's this remnant of israel plus the grafted in gentiles that is what we'll get into in just a second. But let's let's worship a little bit more. We just did rattle. Now we're gonna do. I think this is the very first song we ever did. This is mighty to save. Right. So this is. Uh, let's see here. I, you have to let me know if you want to be on camera. So I just don't see it in the other views. I don't want to show you. You don't want to be here. 
but if you want to come out well, on camera, just let me know via text. It'd be awesome. But uh, Annette, did we do read this one? Mm -hmm. Welcome, new people coming on uh, that day today. Worship with us. It's just, I didn't say, the very first time that we. God is in your midst. You might have been saved. Mighty one who will save, that's what about the night
mighty one will say, the Lord your God is in your midst. Light of the world. Man, that's weird. Somebody saying that they couldn't hear Annette reading the scriptures. That's a bummer. I'll uh, looking at my settings here just to see what's going on there. Turn something on and off and see if I can get those playing again for that one, you guys. Uh, something I should have tested beforehand, but I don't think anybody here here was early with me. But we'll uh, we'll have that fixed. I'll just read the scriptures from now. And holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The earth is filled with his glory. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Isaiah 6, 3. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Right out of Revelations 4, 8. And this song also talks about, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. Isn't that true? How great, how awesome is he. And it says, and do not be grieved. 
For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Out of Nehemiah 8.10, this scripture also points to, or this, these lyrics also point to Psalm 47.2. It says, For the Lord Most High is awesome. He is great over all the earth. Psalm 47.2. And then it talks about, and together we sing. Everyone sing. <laughs> so I invite you to sing with us right now, just like it says in the Psalms and Ephesians. It says, oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing the Lord, all the earth, <laughs> everyone, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. That's what we're doing right now as we worship. Just make melody in the Lord in your heart. We sing. We stand and lift up our hands for the joy of the Lord is our strength. We bow down and worship Him now. How great, how awesome is He. And together we sing. Holy is the Lord, God Almighty. Everyone sing!
holy, holy, holy. Wow. We were just talking about, you know, it's all grace, right? And um, that is uh, His holiness and what God did for us, mighty to save, is really why we're, we're saved 100% because of that, right? And that's um, understanding that right gospel. That's why Paul was so angry at when, when the different gospels were being preached, right? And said, uh, he said, he said uh, but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach, let them be cursed by God. Why? Because there's only one way. He just made that very clear, right? And that's why we're digging into really understanding um, us being grafted in as Gentiles right now. That's what this is about. Oops, wrong, wrong one. Let me just go to the safari here. We'll get to that song in a second. Gentiles grafted in. So I ask you, did they stumble in order that they might fall? By no means. Rather, through the trespass, salvation has come to the Gentiles, so to make Israel jealous, which is really interesting. Um, you'll see that in Acts 28, 28 says there, therefore, let it be known to you that his salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. Interesting, isn't that? So our job is not to judge uh, Israel, Israelis for not accepting Christ. It's more of just praying for them and just living it. And we, as we listen to the Lord, um, I think we're going to get to see a huge movement of God in the, in the Israeli communities and the Jew, Jewish communities around the world as this as God continues to shake right now like he is. He's allowing the globals to do crazy things as they're panicking and showing themselves. And it's shaking everywhere, right? We see it. And uh, you see back here in, in, in verse 13, it says, Now I am speaking to you Gentiles, and as much as as I am as an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my mystery in order somehow to make my fellow Jews jealous and thus save some. So that's his motivation. He wants to save his brothers and sisters, right? And um, he talks about um, him being an apostle to Gentiles right here, right? And you, you see that's just kind of confirmed in other parts of scripture. Like Acts 9, 15 says, but the Lord said to him, this is talking to Paul after he blinded him, right? <laughs> and the light, he was going on to, he was he just had, uh, overseen and and, and uh, approved the, the, the martyrdom of Stephen. He was going, got orders to go, on his way to Damascus, they called it the road to Damascus, right? To go persecute more Christians, as his name was Saul. And uh, what he says, go, for he is, and so this is now he's talking to a person that's going to go heal him of his sight. And he says, go, for he is chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and the kings and the children of Israel. So he's telling this person to go heal Paul. He's, he, who is Paul? Well, Paul, Saul is going to be coming Paul. And what he's going to be, he's a chosen instrument of God before the Gentiles. So we know we can trust what Paul's writing to us, right? Because he is the chosen instrument to most of us that aren't Jewish, right? Uh, the apostle to them, and that's why a good portion, all these epistles of Paul, and a good portion of this is part of the New Testament canon. So I think they did a beautiful job showing us what, what books are there, because um, you could actually take all the contextual criticism we have in the New Testament, it's, it's more reliable than any document of antiquity that exists. So if somebody says that the Bible's been changed, is this incorrect? That's not right. We have massive original documentation in Greek, as well as uh, like 5,600 copies. We have like 24,000 if you take the other languages. Original copies, okay? So so, so we can go back and see exactly what was written um, um, in the New Testament especially. It's the most reliable document of antiquity. So we know what we're reading right here. 
and the ESV tries to do a word for word, so it does it in, a real, in, in our modern language, versus the poetic English of the 1611, which is also a word for word version in the King James version, beautiful version, but more poetic versus today's language. So those are those are some of the things that I just want to make sure you guys know. We can submit yourself and trust the word of God. In verse 14, it, it, he's talking about the jealousy of the Jews again, and one Corinthians talks a little bit about this. Says, to the weak I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people. This is Paul talking about it after his conversion, that by all means I might save some. You can see this. So he's that he really loves all these. You can see he grew up as a Pharisee, memorizing scripture. And it's so sad that all the Pharisees and Sadducees were judging Jesus and rejecting him. That broke his heart. And he wanted to do everything he could to try to um, tell the truth to those who will accept it. And that when the Jewish people see it, he's hoping they become jealous and will, some of them will actually come. And they did. Some of them did come to be saved. Verse 16 says, If the dough offered as first fruits is holy, so the whole lump, and if the root is holy, so are the branches. Its first dough is really talking about the Jewish people, right? And um, Ezekiel 44 talks about the first dough, if you're going back to what, what he's referring to. As a first of all first fruits of all kinds, and every offering you all of all kinds, from all your offerings, you shall belong to the priest, right? So that if you shall also give the priest the first of your dough. So <laughs> you can think of money dough, you should be giving giving uh, a little bit to the, to, to uh, your, your churches, right? Or, um, and, uh, or some type of, uh, uh, but also this is talking about bread dough, right? That a blessing may rest on your house, right? Uh, and, by, and by the way, if anybody can do gear, ear and giving, uh, we, we can become a partner by just going to the donations tab of, of Blessed Teach. We would really appreciate that. Or have a short, shortfall for the year that, and uh, would be really appreciate any, anything you guys can do if you want to give your first dough <laughs> to that. Um, this talks about verse 17, talks about the branches, you know, but some of the branches. So you think about this root of the, of, of the, the promise of Abraham right um and isaac and jacob right and then the, these branches are all their 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 uh descendants right but if you don't believe they come off right it's, it's so it talks about that because they're broken off and um you'll see that a little bit in jeremiah eleven sixteen. the lord once called you a green olive tree beautiful with good fruit but with the roar of great tempest he will set fire to it and its branches will be consumed so there's a lot of branches so again you have to, that that the root of that is 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 god right and 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 in israel the tree but if you're not if you don't believe in it you become a branch that's broken off and that's what happened to a lot of the jewish people unfortunately especially the sadducees and pharisees who rejected him the religious people versus the ones of faith right john 15 2 where jesus talks about this and there's red letters it says every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it might be bear more fruit. This is just a great teaching from Jesus right here, where we're part of this, we're grafted into this tree, right? But if we, if, if we, if we just really didn't ever accept Christ as our Savior, that's where, we're at, and, and we're, but we're part of the Christian community, you're you're, you're going to be broken off and burnt, right? Because you're really not, you haven't really accepted Him in your heart. A lot of people intellectually remember. Demons know Jesus is the, the Son of God. So the Satan, right? So just because you think that does not save you. It's having belief and giving in your heart. You say, 
Lord, you're my Savior. And in my heart, I, I, I believe that you raised him from the dead, God. Right? Jesus is Lord. Say with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. That's how you're saved. That's Romans 10, 9. Right? And this, so so you, you need to make sure that you were that. But he's also, if, if, if you, even if you are in faith and you are in the branch, what is he going to do? He's going to prune you so that you actually do well, right? That means <laughs> that means he'll let the enemy attack you in certain ways to, to correct you. He's going to probably correct you a little directly himself, but that's going to be beautiful if you take that discipline, just like a child taking discipline. You're going to be much better for it. So don't uh, worry about being disciplined by the Lord a little, a little bit, and that's part of what we'll we'll get in this life, right? We see uh, a wild olive shoot. It's talking about right here. That's that's what we are, right? Where instead of being the the natural tree, we're an, uh, this this wild olive shoot, and then and then and that he's actually loves us so much and has so much mercy. He's going to take this bad shoot, <laughs> right, of a sinful person, and as long as you accept him as your savior, right, he's going to graft you into the tree of life, right, and you'll be in the book of life forever. This talks about a little bit in Ephesians two twelve says, remember that you were. At that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promises, having no hope and without God in the world. That's what we were. And, um, but well, how beautiful that he is, he's, he's grafted us in. I'm right, just going over some certain scriptures because we read through all this on Thursday in detail. Um, that is true. They were broken off because of their unbelief. Talking about the Israelis, right? Yeah, or anybody else that's part of the Christian community that really doesn't believe. But you stand fast through faith, so you do not become proud, but fear. Verse 20 talks about not becoming proud. And 1 Timothy 6, 17 says, And for the rich it is the present age. Charge them not to be haughty, nor to be set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. It, says, it goes back to Matthew 6, 33, too, that says, But, you know, but um, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given, right? But just put him first in your life. That's clearly what he's been telling me in uh, over and over again, is if we have that, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing extremely well. And I'm gonna come back to a little bit more here. This is, for if God did not spare the natural branches, neither will he spare you. Again, it's, so it's vital that you understand what your foundation is in Christ, 100% Jesus, 0% you. If you're, you're dependent on works, you don't understand the gospel, you're probably not saved, right? If you have not said Jesus is Lord and accepted him as a savior in your heart and understand, yes, God raised him from the dead, that's clearly how we're saved, right? We're justified with our heart and we profess with our mouth to be saved. Um, that's what Romans 10, 10 says, right after 10, 9, tells us how to be saved. So, so um, it's important that if you wanna be part of the branch and stay in that branch and be part of that root of the fullness of life, the root of the Lord God Almighty, the root of the promise of Israel, of Abraham, the Abrahamic faith. Um, that's what we do. Verse 22 says, note that the kindness and the severity of God, severity told those who have fallen, but God's kindness to you provided you continue in kindness. And um, 1 Corinthians 15, 22 says, and by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. And back to the whole thing, there's a lot of people that um, talk about the assurance of salvation. Once you've accepted Christ, can you fall away? And the answer is an absolute no. If, God, if, if, if you've actually done it correctly, you've actually brought him into your heart, right? Because you believed in vain. 
right? But um, again, it's an absolute yes if you are just part of the Christian community and think Jesus is a, is, 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 is a, is a great savior, but you haven't accepted him as your personal savior in your heart. Sorry, you're gonna be cut off. Um, and so that's, that's a big part of the teaching over the whole New Testament. John 15, two, Jesus talks to us. Every branch that's in me does not bear fruit, right? We just talked about this. And every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes um, that if he bears more fruit. Um, and, but we can bear fruit. And then the, the fruit I think we're gonna bear, guys, if you get close to God right now, he's gonna flow through you like never before, especially if you're the remnant. Remnant just means that you are spending time with him every day. Right, I talk, that's what I talked about in the beginning. If you just are in the Word, you put the Word in your heart a little bit, as well as you're spending time alone with Him, you're worshiping Him. He talks about worship, where He's, where he's communes with us, like what we're doing today. Um, and and, and uh, He'll let us kind of know what His ways are, and what His thoughts are, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll become more um, attuned to Him as His presence falls on us. It's a beautiful, beautiful promise. Verse 23 says, and even they, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in, for God has the power to graft them in again. So basically, if Pharisee or anybody, any Jewish now that's in this secular culture, they come to know who he is, he'll graft them in real easily. It's part of the natural branches, right? And um, you've seen 2 Corinthians 3.16, it says, but when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. doesn't matter if you're Jew or Gentile. Once you actually come to him, you will be saved. Nothing can stop that. And uh, Or if you were cut off, what is by nature a wild olive tree and grafted contrary to nature and cultivated into the olive tree, how much more will these the natural branches be grafted back into the own olive tree? Which totally makes sense, right? The partial hardening over Israel we know did happen though. We see that in 2 Corinthians 3.14. But their minds were hardened. For to this day, when they read the Old Covenant, that same veil remains unlifted because only through Christ it is taken away. That's why important. That's why I, if somebody really wants to understand the Lord, I always have them start in the New Testament because that's a new promise as it's what's active today. The old, the old covenant was, was is very good to read because it gives you the whole history, how God set up and showed people that yes, this is the true Christ. He's the Jewish Messiah, right? But uh, again, the Old Testament by itself is not going to save you. It's, it's Christ that's going to save you, right? And um, I, we're in the tent time of the Gentiles. In Luke 21, 24, Jesus talked about this. He said, he said, they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive among all nations. Talking about the Jewish. And Jerusalem will be trampled on, underfoot by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. And we see, you see that partially now. If you go to um, where I was in June, I was in Israel in June, and you could see it was uh um they have the that mosque right where the temple was right and the gentiles are trampling over underfoot but some of them are gentile believers this is where jesus is talking about um this time of the gentiles of coming to christ i think also um will be will will have to be come to fulfillment before the end times right so we have a lot of work to do to get to to uh, the to get to the point where Jews become jealous enough where they all come in thralls. We might be in that time to be able to see that happen. Wouldn't that be cool? And so we're going to finish up with the mystery of Israel's salvation after a couple more beautiful songs. And uh, I don't have the Zoom audio working. I'll read these, but it's like beautiful. So there's a couple other songs that I just love to, to worship to. 
One is this one. So you need to talk about graves to gardens. Uh, the Lord, what we take about the Lord, there's nothing better than you. Is that not true? You're the only one who can. He is the only one who can save us. He's the only one who can do so many things. This is in Exodus 8, 10, that you may know that there is no one like the Lord our God. But in three days, I count everything as lost because it's a passing work of knowing Christ Jesus our Lord. And that's true. You turn mourning into dancing. You give beauty for action. Psalms 30, 11 says that you have turned for me my mourning into dancing. And Isaiah 61 3 says, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. And he turns bone into armies. I love that. It's talking about Ezekiel 37, right? Where all those bones started rattling that we were singing about earlier. So I prophesied, behold, a rattling, and the bones came together, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet in exceedingly great army. Woo! This uh, also talked about. We turn seeds into highways. <laughs> That's an interesting way to talk about the Red Sea, right? You turn seeds into highways. As the Israelites came through, it says, Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord drove the sea back. And the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground in Exodus 14, 22. Just think about that. That's turning a sea into a highway. He turns bones into armies. He turns mourning into dancing. Let's celebrate the graves in the crowd.
Give them beauty for ashes, all of joy for mourning. And you may know that there is no one as the Lord our God. Your grace is enough. Another beautiful song. Uh, Corinthians 12 9 says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. The song of the Bible, Great is Your Faithfulness. You lead us by still waters. We saw that in Lamentations 3.23. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Praise your faithfulness. Every morning. It's 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 all new. His, his, his mercies are new. Is that just not a beautiful promise there? I'm trying to make one more adjustment to get rid of some of the old stuff here. This talks about he makes me lie down in the green pastures. I'll lead us by still waters in Psalm 23 too. 
Psalm also talks about remember your people, remember your promise. In Psalm 119 says, remember your promise to me. It is my only hope. Your promise revives me. It comforts me in all my troubles. Great is your love and justice, God. In Psalm 57:10, for great is your love, reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Isaiah 30:18 says, for the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for Him. We're waiting, but God, there's going to be big justice. But in the meantime, we can just also rest in his in him and understand that his grace is in
mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. His mercies never come to an end. Is that not beautiful every single morning that we get uh, new mercies? <laughs> All right. We're going to end this up with this last, uh, last part of scripture here in again Romans chapter 11 that said that then this is the mystery of Israel's salvation and let you be wise in your own let you be lest the average going lest you be wise in your own sight I do not want you to be unaware of this mystery brothers a partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in we were just talking about that right and uh Right here it says, and in this way, all Israel will be saved as it's written. The deliverer will come down from Zion and will banish ungodliness from Jacob. And this will be my covenant with them when I take their sins away. And um, we see right here, we're talking about being delivered from Israel. Isaiah 59 talks about, and the Redeemer will come to Zion and those in Jacob who turn from transgression, declares the Lord. And for me, this is my covenant with them, says the Lord. My spirit is upon you, and my words that I have put you in, in your mouth, shall not depart from your mouth. This is back to just making sure you have it in the heart, right? Or out of your mouth of your offspring, or out of the mouth of your children's offspring, says the Lord, from this time forth forevermore. And there's that promise um, right there. And this last part of the scripture gets into verse uh, 20, 27 about taking away your sins, right? Um, right here. Um, and that you can see, see that in Hebrews 8, 12. For I will be merciful toward their iniquities and I will remember their sins no more. That's the beautiful part. That's what the gospel is about. He doesn't remember your sins, so it doesn't matter what you did, right? That's the beauty. That's what grace is all about. Verse 30 gets into, for just as you were at one time disobedient to God, but now have received mercy because of their disobedience. So this is why we are blessed to be in the time of the Gentiles as it comes all to us. But now in Christ Jesus, you were once were far off, have been brought near to the blood of Christ. So you can see that right there in Ephesians 2, 3, um, how important it is to understand that blood of Christ that covers our sins. That's why we do communion and kind of um, commemorating that blood of Christ as we drink drink the grape juice or the wine. Um, here, here's this wisdom of God in verse 33, where right here it says, Oh, the depth and riches and wisdom of knowledge of God and how unsearchable are his judgments and inscrutable his ways. And uh, you can see this whole wisdom of God concepts all over the Bible, but part of it is 130, Psalm 139, 6. It says, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot contain it. So we might not understand intellectually everything, but remember, this is a God that's omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipotent, right? He's all-powerful. He's everywhere at the same time. He's uh, all-knowing. I mean, come on. Um, so we're just never going to be able to understand everything the way, way uh, what, what God is doing. And we have this, this other this other scriptures here to talk about this as well. Um, and I'm just going to go to the last part because we've, we're, we're, we've, we're running a little short of time. I want to talk a little bit about Christmas scriptures that we'll be digging into next week. For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. And 
that reminds me a little bit of Colossians 1.16. It says, For by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominoes or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. How beautiful. It's talking about Jesus there. Remember, he was there at creation. And uh, he is the almighty God. We can be so thrilled to know him as our personal savior, guys. And that is what um, we celebrate this Christmas season, right? And I know it's a controversial topic for many in the truther committee community, but the bottom line is he did send his son. We're not sure exactly when his birthday is. And we know that Constantine basically took uh, that horrible holiday where they sacrificed people, right? And, and changed it to Christmas where they stopped doing that and celebrated the birth of Christ. So to me, that's that's a, that's, a, that's an upgrade, right? <laughs> so regardless of what day it is, they have a season where we give gifts and um, just like Jesus got frankincense and myrrh, right? Um, that's why I have to have that biblical healing oil. I think you can you can get it at the store at uh, blessedish.com. That's frankincense and myrrh in it. Uh, I, that's pretty, pretty cool stuff, anointing oil that has that in it. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to encourage you guys that this is the season to to be happy about this. We're going to go into some more detail um, on Christmas Eve. If you want to join me next Sunday, it says uh, Matthew one twenty one says she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Uh, you can see the Christmas um, scriptures actually point to this gospel that we're we're studying all in Romans. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. He's our Savior. He's the only Savior, guys. The only way to the Father is through Him. And uh, glory to God in the highest and peace and earth, peace among those with whom He is pleased. That peace really comes when you spend time with Him. Because it's a peace that transcends all our understanding. It doesn't say you're not going to have any problems. You're going to be peaceful there while you have problems. <laughs> right? That's the beautiful part about that. While the world's shaking like it's, it is now and it's going to get even worse, I believe, you can be at peace. Why? Because um, you have this child that was born that on this earth and died for your sins, right? For us to, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This is one of my newer um, memory verses in Isaiah 9:6. Beautiful, beautiful Christmas verse. And the angel said to them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. And that's why uh, Jesus is the great news. He's The whole New Testament is called good news. The gospel means good news. Right? The whole word gospel, good news. Good news is that it isn't you and what you've done. <laughs> because fall, all of sin and fallen short of the glory of God. So now you have the blood of Christ covering you. What a beautiful thing that is. And this goes for, we'll, we'll, we'll talk we'll, we'll work about this and talk a little bit more about Christmas and, and uh, the son that was born for us uh, next Sunday when you join us. But uh, I thought we'd end with one last song just to say thank you guys for joining us here. And, um, you know, this is a, a time to be joyous. Yeah, I know it can be hard for people that don't have their family around and stuff, but this is time to just get closer to the Lord because he loves you and nobody loves you more. So it doesn't matter if humans reject you, he won't, right? So let's get close to him. And because of that, the power and glory that we have, we can raise a hallelujah, right? And that's what we'll end today's broadcast on is just worship into that. Let's raise a hallelujah. It says, uh, in fact, if you look at the word hallelujah, it's actually, uh, two, uh, 
compound word, right? The first part, hallelujah. It means a joyous praise in song. And Yah refers to Yahweh, or God. So you put this together, you say, we joyfully praise God in song. That's what we're saying. And Psalm 95, one says this perfectly. It says, oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. We're doing right now. And we do that in the presence of our enemies even, because he makes that table for us in Psalm 23, 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overfloweth. My cup overfloweth with his mercy and grace. It's never ending, guys. You're completely full of it. And our weapon, what is our weapon? It's a melody. Singing and worshiping is a part of our weapon to keep the enemy away from us and actually be a weapon against him. And it reminds me of 2 Chronicles 20, where literally the praise men went in front of the army. He pointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him to holy attire as they went before the army. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men who had come against Judah. So they were routed and they helped destroy one another. This cabal is going to destroy one another and they're starting to do it already. Heaven comes to fight for me. You shall not fear them. For it is the Lord your God who fights for you. So you don't have to fear this global cabal or all this evil in your life. Fight for you. It's crazy to help you for that. Praise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah.
table before me, you hurt my enemies, you are my head with oil, my cup with oil. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. I really mean right there. All right, guys. We really appreciate you coming. Wanted to um, just invite you to become more a part of this ministry. There's several ways to do that. If you just go to blessedteach.com, we're going to find them all. Right, blessed with number two teach.com. We're reworking this website, but we got a lot of the back end part of this already done. Um, but you'll see right here if you just go to the menu, which will be kind of down like this on your on your phone or be across the top on your on your uh, on your computer. But you'll see um, the about talks all about what this ministry is doing as we change this to B2T Ministries. Um, you, you can get to the, all the show links, but the worship here, you'll find um, copies of Word and Worship and Praise and Prayer. And then um, the neighborhood, you'll have um, groups, events, blogs, and forums here. And this is the free Facebook replacement, right? There's just a ton there. This is where you'll find the blog of, of, uh, of my alone time with the Lord and other people's declarations. Um, this is where you can get involved right here in the groups where you, you will actually see all these groups that are meeting other times. You see B2T Biblical Zoom groups here. 
um, 12, there's grow a bunch of people, like 15 people right now that are meeting, grow in grace and truth at noon on Thursdays at CST. This is all CST time. God Squad meets at 11 a.m. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit meets at noon on Tuesdays. Um, this is Wednesdays at 11. And then PCR, we meet twice a week, once after the show or on Tuesdays to pray for the children, rescue the children, and pray down the, the media, among other things. As well as we do that Thursday morning at 11 o'clock for a half hour. Blow the show far afterwards. I think you guys will enjoy that. Uh, courts of Heaven, they meet Friday at 3 p.m. where they go to the Courts of Heaven every single week. So uh, also Wednesday, we have a Bible study right after the, the show. So get involved. Those are just some of the ways you can. And um, you can see here equipping, we also have training. Part of our mission of this is, is, is training you, Impactor for Truth and Inner Healing and Deliverance. These are courses that are online self-paced, but they also have a live component to them if you would like to uh, join those live live pieces as well. But you don't have to. It's, it's self-paced, so you can do It's built for busy people. So come and get equipped as the saints, right? You have backstage where obviously you can sign in if you're a member, but also sign up right here. That's the beautiful time where you can um, really get some personal time with me and um, Q&A with Patriot guests several times a week. Um, experience uh, the Lord presence with praise and prayer and word and worship, which we did today, right? Uh, I think you really enjoy all that type of stuff. So um, there many other things that you have, including uh, the searchy tool, etc. Okay, that used to be $17.76 a month. Now you can join it and uh, for free. So go go to blessedteach.com to see all this. And then there's a store here of, of just awesome Patriot Christian companies. Um, that I think you really enjoy. One of them is the frankincenses myrrh for the biblical healing oil. And then here's how you become a partner, right? And if you need, uh, we'd love some year end donations to help with our shortfall. That would be appreciated. You can just text give to 833-209-2393 or use this QR code. But you can also, um, and this would become, you become a partner by just giving even a dollar a month, right? Anybody that's a reoccurring giver of any amount, and you will get some advantages. Uh, the Lord told me on September 11th, I needed to put this partner plan together. And I was keeping people from reaping by not doing that. And uh, so I put that part part of that word there. But if as you become a partner of a gift of any size, you will actually become get exclusive ministry updates. So talking about all the plans and visions we're having and how we're doing on it all. Um, you also receive regular prayer from our intercessory prayer team. So if you, if you want prayer for you and your family every Monday, they're going to be our intercessory prayer team meets and looks at all the partners' names and prays specifically for you, right? Um, and periodically, we'll reach out to you and see if there's any specific prayer requests. But um, again, most importantly, you're going to be planning into God's kingdom, right? So that you can reap uh, the rewards for that. And we have our vision and mission and our expansion plans all mapped out here, what we're going to be doing in this ministry. Um, but we love you guys. And Appreciate you joining us. I'm going to end in a prayer. Heavenly Father, I just uh, lift up everyone that's listening to my voice right now that you will bless them this season. And whether it's celebrating Christmas or whatever, wherever they are in the world, Lord, that you will allow them to bond better with their family. Lord, I know there's the, the, the media and this world and this, this global cabal have purposely divided us all. And Lord, so I ask for a spirit of peace and, a, and, a, and a, you know, Bond, a peace, spirit. Maybe I think Ephesians talks about um, the bond of unity and the spirit of peace, or spirit of unity and the bond of peace. Or just bring that to, together for everyone's listening to my voice right now. We need that. 
and for our souls looking at that. But we know that the most important thing is to be close to you. You love us and thank you for loving us so much and actually allowing us that if we come to you alone, you're going to be there at all times. You're ready for us to come to you. So Lord, I just pray every all of us get closer to you this season and allow us to be able to express the love you've given us to other people, Lord. Thank you. Bless everyone as we come closer to you. We love you and we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. You guys have an awesome week and we will uh, be doing praise and prayer, by the way, Monday night and Thursday night every week. And then we also will be doing uh, word and worship on Fridays and on Sundays. That'll be Friday at 5 p.m. and then Sunday here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Love y'all. The the, the backstage with my unmuting and saying goodbye. And we'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Thank you. Shalom, shalom. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.